fourth one that you cite, which I often think is kind of the biggest one or maybe the one we're just at least in 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 our industry that i think we we talk the most about when we talk about why it makes sense to consider managed futures or trend following and that's emotion Mm. Uh, it's it's such a big one yeah maybe you talk a little bit more about i mean i also spoke with uh, andrew lowe on on the podcast and uh, and he's also talked about you know the the challenges with the emotion Uh, but i'd love to hear your your thoughts about this area as well and, and what you found to be kind of the key key points when it comes to dealing with emotions as, as an investor, I guess. Yeah, the, the Andrew Lowe episode was great. I listened to that and I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of his work. So emotion is interesting because emotion overrides cognition pretty dramatically. So mm. when you look at studies of investors who are under duress, like investors who are under stress, we find that they lose 13% of their cognitive capacity. So like effectively 13% of your IQ. And you got to think that, you know, some of us, some of us don't have 13% to give, right? We need, we need every last shred of, of, of brain power that we've got. And so emotion overrides that thinking and and it causes us to to make poor decisions. There's there's a couple of things we can do around emotion, right? The first is be a quant, basically automate doing the right thing and set in place the the stop gaps that we talked about earlier. I think learning about emotion and, and learning to handle it, because I think things like trend and momentum and other things actually ride with human emotion. You can use human emotion in your favor. And uh, I think there are some examples of, of even ways that we can do that in, in an investment standpoint and from like a, a saving and planning our financial lives. You know, I, I cited a study in my first book that talked about low income savers who looked at a picture of their children before making a financial decision saves two and a half times as much as those in a control group. And so mm-hmm. if you're a trader, right, if you're an investor or a trader, like, why are you doing this? You know, why are you doing this? Why are, you know, use, using that emotion to keep you focused on your why and hopefully having that keep you focused on your rules. So emotion cuts both ways, right? Emotion can be used to our benefit or to our detriment. But I think if we keep that why front and center, there's a lot that we can do to, to, to keep our head in the games. But, you know, more than anything, overcoming emotion uh, is just about automating uh, just about automating and you know this is this is where it gets tricky because a lot of people want to have goals right they say oh i'm gonna have a goal to control my emotions uh, and i'm gonna work i'm gonna meditate i'm gonna pray i'm gonna do whatever i do to try and control my emotions i'm gonna exercise those are all good things but you don't need goals like everybody has a goal you need rules you know, the, the best example I can think of is New Year's Day. Everybody has a goal to lose 20 pounds. Like you don't need a goal. Every idiot has a goal. You need rules. And the rule is I go to the gym four days a week. Okay. Same thing with investing. Everybody has a goal to keep their head, you know, to stay emotionless and calm. Don't have a goal. Every idiot has a goal. Have a rule that I don't do X, Y, and Z. I do A, B, C. So rules over goals all day long. Yeah, no, absolutely. 